How are you? I'm good. The, the The surprise is already spoiled because I left up the James cam because I'm an idiot. Bam. But uh, James is James is back, and this is the first time that we are fully staffed for the uh, for the podcast in about in about three weeks. Oh uh, no, maybe even more than that. Uh, about maybe, a month. Yeah, maybe four weeks. Yeah, about yeah. four weeks. I had uh, fire obligation. You better deal us is what it was. And my vacation was. Yeah. Well, we should, and so anyway, <laughs> this is this is James's first uh, appearance on Facebook. So uh, Facebook fam, hopefully we'll we'll welcome you. Um, Hello, Facebook fam. Before we get started, I would like to uh, take a moment to wish the guy sitting to my left and the other voice that you guys hear on the podcast a very happy Father's Day. Thank you. No, spo- no spoiler here. He is my father. So yeah, um, no, that's, yeah, no that's, spoiler. There's no and, uh, nepotism deal or anything like and that. I, and, and I and you know what? I appreciate the opportunity to be able to do this every single week with my own dad. I think it's pretty cool. But uh, that's as, that's about as sappy as I get. I'm about so. to cry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's I'm about, about to cry. That a, that was good. That's about as as, as emotional as I get. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a family trait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good job. Um, we're there when you need us. We just don't gush about it. Yeah. No. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, quick thoughts. Or I'm sorry, we're not calling them quick thoughts anymore. Opening thoughts. Bill, lead with yours because I know James is going to take forever. Because he no, I know, I know actually. he's got a lot of pent up anxiety that he needs to get out. So I'm going to defer to him this week. James, oh, wow. Okay, so um, how was Nashville? Nashville was awesome. I went to CMA Fest. If people don't know what that is, that's the Country Music Association big festival. It was a lot of fun. It was three days, actually no, four days. Thursday, Friday, yep, four days, and it was a blast. A lot of Fun concerts, fun times at the bar. It was, it was, it was a good vacation for me. Good, good. Now that your batteries are recharged, uh, you can lead us with some hot takes for the syndicate. But wait, before you do that, who's your favorite performer? My favorite performer was actually Chris Jansen. Really? Yes. I. Now, I Florida Georgia Line was there. Luke Bryan was there. Carrie left. Underwood was there. Some okay, major I went, stars. I went with my cousins, and Thursday was a rainy day. So we were already drenched, and they were already annoyed. Wasn't Kenny there too? Was uh, Kenny there? Kenny Chesney? No. Oh no, wow. he's Urban. Oh, yeah. Well, it was the last night. Um, but nope, I did not get to see Florida Georgia Line. I was upset about that. What? They they wanted to leave early. I would have rioted. Oh, I I was pissed. I would have rioted. I was annoyed. I'm not I can't say that word. <laughs> I gotta keep it PG. No, you're good. You're I fine. Keep, I can keep it PG, Mama T. Um, well. Yeah, <laughs> she's not gonna keep it PG. Well, <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. I know you have some uh, some pent up rage. So, uh, where would you like to start, James? Before you start, just slide over this way a little bit because yeah. you're not centered in your camera. There you go. Okay, oh, perfect. There we go. There perfect. we go. All right. So the where? What team would you like to start with? Um, let's do the Red Sox. You wanna you wanna go right to the Red Sox? I wanna Sox, go huh? right to the oh, Red James Sox. James Cam is Whoa. off now. <laughs> <laughs> See. See, they knew it. They knew it. It's actually not in. So hold on. Let me. I'm gonna. There I'm gonna go. do this on the fly. So go ahead. Start talking about the Red Sox. So the Red Sox. I am part of a Facebook group. 
called the Remy Report. Some of our other writers are part of that same group. And all vacation I saw was, let's get rid of Alex Cora. Let's get rid of Dave Dabrowski. They're ruining this team. Now. That's so asinine. Now, I, I, instead of going off on people, I, I remembered I have an outlet that I can express my opinion on. And I'm that soon so I can express my opinion. You people are all just the uh, Neanderthal. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. I'm so aggravated. Neanderthals. Okay. First of all, we are defending World Series in champions <laughs> in mid-season form. He's yeah, looking at I'm, the I'm, camera I'm, too. Like, he's looking dead, dead nuts into the camera. Like we are, we are defending World Series champions. We are having. We're not. We're not. <laughs> Michael. You don't like me disturb okay, go, you? Go, I'm sorry, Let go. me finish. Okay? They are defending World Series champions. One bad year does not describe what they did last year. Okay? This isn't last year anymore. I, I, don't, I don't care. Sure. They're not last place team. They still have an arm's length to get to wild card. Now, I thought they were going to win the World Series. I'm a couple of steps back from that. They're not the worst team. The bats can't find themselves when Price or Sale are pitching. It's not Cora is not Dabrowski's fault. They need to like people need to stop jumping off on and off the bandwagons and actually pick a bandwagon they want to stay on. Chris already harped on you. Enough with defending World Series champs talk. That's last year. This isn't the same team. Anymore. I agree with Chris. I also agree with you that it's not time to it, it, get is, rid of Cora. is a is a is a bit strong. This is not Bobby Valentine. Valentine, yeah, Valentine whatever. I I agree. Get rid of him is strong, but I don't agree with it's not his fault. I think he is partially to blame for the start that they've had, just by the his attitude arrogance. that he had in spring training. It's his his arrogance. His arrogance is definitely I would yep. say hurt the team this year because of because of the spring training thing, and it just seems like. He always just tries to be, like, two steps ahead of everybody else. He thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Right. It's, it's kind of like Joe Madden. The exact thing. Madden yeah. thinks he's yeah. the smartest guy on the field and that everything he does. And last year, that worked for Cora. Everything he did turned out gold. Right. But baseball's a game of averages, and things tend to average out over time. And now, was you're getting that counter reaction this year. I was listening to the – was it last year that Pedroia made that play off the wall – Remember, remember, it was like in like in in one of the three games he played. Yeah, but yeah, fair. no, no, but it wasn't. Was last it two year. years ago? It was a couple years. ago. So whatever. So that was that was the play that people were using. Where last year, that's the play that Pedroia makes. Whereas this year, the ball doesn't kick right back to him. It's like the Red Sox aren't getting the bounces this year, and that's just kind of the way baseball is going. But this this team doesn't appear to want it. You, I you know what I, I think mean? Like they, I they, think the most striking way that you see it is the way they're hitting with runners in scoring position. It's just not there this year. And last year they would they would get the double, they would hit the grand slam, but their batting average with runner, runners in scoring position is horrendous this year. The only thing that I think is really keeping them in it at this point is their the level of competition that they're playing against because they're beat they're they're they are beating the teams that they should be beating, like the Baltimore's. Not like last year. No, but th I mean this year, if this were last year, with the four games they just played against the Rangers, they would have taken three out of four or even swept. 
This year, they were lucky to get a split. My biggest complaint was is just the fan base is already jumping shit. Because I think you can see that this team just doesn't have it this year. Yeah, but I, I don't... I mean, I myself, who I love to watch every game, I was shutting them off this week because enough already. You know, it's like I'm, I'm not going to waste my summer on this team playing this way. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's fair to say that, you, that you're that you're gonna tune the team out. Like that's the, I mean, not tuning them out, but I'm not to gonna get as invested as them as I have in the past. Well, here's the thing. Now is that there's no there's no distractions now. This team yeah, is it's all be, them now. This team is gonna be the front runner of every of every sports fan that's in this city. Like they they were kind of they were very very fortunate, very very lucky that they were in that the uh, that that the Bruins were in the position that they were in because this team was flying under the radar. They weren't. You know what I mean? Like they weren't, um, they weren't in the forefront, and people weren't really paying too much attention to the fact that they've had this lackluster season. And now we have, of course, but I feel like the media and generally around here, it doesn't. It's all it was all about the Bruins, and now they're going to take center stage. And I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe they, maybe they, maybe they'll turn it around. Maybe, maybe. But to well, me, I, it seems I think like the biggest thing with this team is they just, they just don't, they don't seem to have the the want the desire like the like even though they were the best team in baseball last year it felt like every game they had the underdog mentality and they were out to get it every single right. game and it doesn't it seems like it, i don't know if it's complacency or what it is but it just it just doesn't seem like this team is is invested like they were last year. not to quote a rocky movie but last year they had the eye of the tiger yeah no they, they did yeah it. you're right you're right what's going on over here uh we're just trying to watch the red sox game on oh, our uh, Jesus. streaming devices can someone hit the wire for that thank you um I mean that's but, that's but going back to whether they can turn it around again. I mean, right now going into play, we're recording on Sunday afternoon. They're I think one game out of the wild card, out of the second wild. Card. Yes, they're going to make the playoffs. They're only five and a half behind the Yankees. So I mean, it's not like their season is done. The Rays are cooling down a bit. Yeah, like like the season is not even close to over. They're going. They, this team's going that, to make the playoffs. And that was my problem. That is, no, that is your point. That's, that's my problem. People are jumping ship. Baseball's the longest sport ever. To say to get rid of Core and to get rid of Dombrowski is wrong, but to but where I disagree with you is you can blame both of them. Dom, I mean Dombrowski put this team together. There's no there's there's nothing in the bullpen. True. And, there, there is nothing. And they didn't pitch a guy because it was sick. But to be fair, to 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 give Dombrowski credit, he's put a hell of a team together. The talent on this team is very very good. With the sales and the prices. Yes, they have a glaring hole in the bullpen, but he got sale. He got price. He got sale he didn't long get price. term. Yes, he did. He didn't sign price. Oh, yes, he did. He did. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. He got sale. He got price. Those are two yeah. front-of-the-line rotation he was, pitchers. He was above Stud pitchers. Sherrington was still at the ground. Uh, price fully signed. No. Dombrowski signed, signed price. He went out and got the yeah, biggest free agent that year. Because okay. that's, that's what Dombrowski does. He goes out and he gets the biggest free agent, and he and trades for a stud. And he brought Kimbrell in too. And he, yeah, and he brought Kimbrell in. Right, like he's built a good team. Now, what's when you can start to blame Dombrowski is four or five years from now when all of these guys are over the hump and they're still getting paid a gazillion dollars, and you've got nothing and you have in the nothing coming system. up. That's when you can that's when you can blame Dombrowski. But right now, outside of the bullpen, which we all know sucks yes. on paper, yes. sucks. They have a good team. They've got a boatload of talent. Decent. But and the talent is, is exactly. But yes. they're underperforming. So that's where you start to put it on the manager, and you have to start looking at putting it on the players too. Yep. Because the manager won't turn the page, burn the book. We all we all talk about it. And I kind of feel like the players aren't doing it either. They're not turning the page. They're not 
Now, you're not going to have the exact same outputs. Like, J.D. Martinez is probably isn't going to have the exact same output he did last year, obviously. It could come close. Now, he's heating up. Well, when you talk about a player not even coming close, you have to look Mookie at Mookie. Betts. Like, Mookie yeah. has been, what's he batting around, 260? Yep. You know what, though? That could be a good thing for the Red Sox. It could, it could very be. well be a good thing for the Red Sox. You know what I mean? If he if he slides this year, slides next year, he's not going to have that huge payday. But which player could is be a he? Good thing. Which player is he? Probably somewhere in the middle, I would say. Obviously. Now you put him back in the you put him back in the in the number one spot, and I think he's hitting a little better. No, he's gone into a horrendous slump. I have a, a question today. for both. He's of He's hitting you. today. Oh, he had a one hit today, but like he's like I th- he I th- was like oh for his last. Oh, I thought I thought he's looked better. Like that. I thought he's looked more. I guess more comfortable. Is that the right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he, he looked, looked better. He looks more comfortable. He hasn't been hitting what he should be. Like he looks more comfortable. He's back in the leadoff spot. Um, Benny's back as number two, and he's been hitting better since he came out of the leadoff and, spot. And maybe, from, that's maybe, been the I, maybe I got the two. And from yeah. three to <laughs> nine, don't well, know who's JD, hitting where. Well, Vasquez hitting second today. Yeah, which I mean, in in baseball, the lineup always fluctuates. Like that, that is what it is. You're you're usually your top four hitters don't change too too much. Depending, I mean, matchups and, it, and days and it off go on and stuff like right. that. You're facing a lefty, then right. you might, you know, right. like, you might drop Devers a little bit in the lineup. Four five, that normally doesn't change, and I feel like four five in this lineup is, I mean, health is the other thing. Like that, that's the people are just getting hurt left and right. It feels like, and guys are dropping out of the lineup. Yeah, but you can't and, use if you're going to use that as an no, excuse. I, but, look but, at the Yankees, and and they've run away from you somewhat with all the injuries they've had, and I mean, now they're starting to get healthy, and now they've made another trade to bring in another power bat. Where's it, where? Okay, so they bring in Encarnacion. On the drive over here, James asked me why did they bring. Like, I, I don't really care about that trade. I, I don't. Why? Edwin is one of those that he has his good times and then he falls off the face of the earth. Do you realize Edwin Encarnacion leads the American League in home runs and he was playing in Seattle, which is a massive ballpark? Okay. So is Yankee Stadium to left field. Yankee Stadium is a little league field compared to Safeco. Not to not to left field. Okay, to, to left center it's not, but down the line and left is short. Down the line is short. And you could, you could literally flick a bug over the right field fence. Like, it is a joke. Uh, yeah, but Edwin has been proved. Where he mash. has a hot, Yeah, he has a hot summer, then he cools down and falls off the face of the earth. I feel like he's had 30 home runs. I don't, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me, and I, so I don't know exactly. And, and maybe maybe you could look it up if you ever stole your iPad back. Or maybe maybe Bill could look it up on his iPad. But I don't feel like he's had under 30 home runs any season in the last nine seasons. I, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. But it just feels like all this dude does is hit home runs no matter where he goes. And when, when the Red Sox were playing Cleveland, it felt like he hit a home run a game against the Red Sox. That's, that's the reason why they picked him up, because he's good against the Red Sox. But to me... Relying on a home run is the same in the NBA as relying on a three-pointer. Thank you. When when the home runs dry up, what do you have for a team? Can you manufacture runs? That whole runs? team just hits home runs, though. But at, at some point, you can't rely on that. You no. have, they're not a complete team. No, they no, no, don't no. play very good defense. Their starting pitching is meh. Their bullpen is Their bullpen wow. is nasty. Their bullpen right. is wow. If they, have, if they have a lead going into the sixth. Their power bats are wow. You have four, but you, but you can't just have that. Four, le- they're not five balanced. legitimate they, power bats. They had, good, they had a good bullpen and great power bats last year. What happened? They came up short. But they, but they Sanchez wasn't hitting the way he is this year. 
you add Encarnacion to that. I think I think it's a good trade for the Yankees. Now, I don't know anything about the guy they traded for him. The, the, the they got the number, he was a mid-level prospect. So, yeah, the that's literally, that's nothing. Prospect. Nothing. That's no, nothing. It, it was value. For the it's better than the Anthony Davis trade. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But So what was your question on his home run? How many? Of course not. How many? My <laughs> thing is I don't think he's hit less than 30 home runs. How about if I turn it this way? In any season in the last, like, eight. And I'm pretty sure he might have even got suspended for PEDs at one point. Hasn't everybody? Yeah, yeah who doesn't? Be. It's not showing. Fantastic. Kind of, what kind of stats did you pull up that doesn't I, I show just, home runs? I just did a quick. Do you have his batting search. average? I did a quick. Do you have his batting search. average? Uh, but, uh, right now this year two forty one, last year two forty six, two fifty eight, two sixty three, two seventy seven. Not bad. Not, not bad. good. It's not, it's not yeah. great, but it, for a power hitter. What was the question? Home runs. How He's many home had runs? Over a hundred RBI. Every year since 2012, with the exception of 2014, when he only had 98 and 120. That doesn't that, okay. That doesn't scare you, James. So oh, their their lineup is is since murder. 2010. He has been above 20 home runs per. 20 is nothing. That's not in no. This no but I said 30. Uh, okay, 30 since 2012. Every year he's had over 30 From home 2012 runs. 2012 to now, he's about. So 30. since 2012, he's been a 3,100 guy, and that doesn't scare you going to your number one rival? It doesn't. You're insane. How, how am I insane? One player doesn't change a team. No, but you're adding a 3,100 guy to a lineup that has three other guys that can go for 30 and You know, the other thing to take into consideration is the Red Sox are heavily left-handed in their starting rotation. Oh, what side of the plate does he hit on? He's another right-handed hitter. Oh, another right-handed Who's their only uh, – Gardner is their only left-handed hitter, really. Uh, and, and if Didi, Didi, Didi. Oh, that's right, yeah. And if, if Gardner even starts now. You know, uh, Stanton's going to have to play the outfield now. And, um, and Hicks is a switch hitter. Yeah. Yep. And he's another good hitter. But he's not, he's not a 30 and 100. For player. my money, he's the best player on that team. Because he's an all-around player. Hicks? I like all-around players. No, I think Judge is the best player on that team. Judge is the most complete player on that team. Yeah, Judge is... He's not the defender that the only, Hicks The is. only knock I have against Judge is how much everybody... Um, punk Kisses his... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, like that's, that's the only... And that's, I don't feel like that's his fault. He's just an overgrown human that plays in New York, so that's going exactly to because he plays in New York. Yeah, it's not that's not his fault, but I think he's, right. a, he's a complete player. He's a good there player. There are so many good players in baseball that get absolutely no recognition. Yeah, Mike because Trout. Mike Trout at least Nolan gets a little Arenado. bit because he Mike. plays in L.A. Nolan Arenado, Matt Chapman, uh, Merrifield. In in uh, if he played in New York, he'd be a superstar. Paul Goldschmidt when he played Goldschmidt, for Arizona, sure. Yeah, I just don't see how thirty and hundred adding to that lineup doesn't scare you. I mean, it, it scares me. I think it's a good. I think it's a great trade. I saw it and I said, "Damn." Well, considering what they gave up for him, yeah, I sure it's a I great said, trade. I said, "Damn, that's, and that's not good." Couldn't the Red Sox have put together a package like that? Probably not. But <laughs> they don't have anything in. in, in it it would have been so Chapman or Dahlbeck or yeah, it would that been, pitcher. Yeah, it would, yeah, they would. And and the Mariners even ate some of the contract. Yeah, the Mariners. Well, are, the Mariners, Mariners are, are selling unloading. selling everybody. Guarantee yeah. Malik Smith will be traded before. Malik Smith, Malik Smith isn't. They're, they're not looking. They're not going to trade a Malik. Nah, they might, but his contract's. He's nothing. probably under control for a few years. His contract's nothing. It's not the Malik Smiths that they're. It's like it's the Encarnacion's, the Jay Bruce's, the Mike Leakes, the. Uh, does Mike Fears? No, he's an old. But it's it, it's those kind of guys that they're looking to move. The the bigger contract type of guys. Mike Leak is a good one. I, it, it, he might end up going to. And Mar- Marco Gonzalez. Yeah, he's. Anything? Anything else? Anybody wants to touch on <laughs> on the Red Sox? Cover. Somebody on the chat thinks that Just, sexy. Justin. Justin. 
happy that James is back. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Let's go to the Celtics really quickly. Were you done with your opening thoughts, James? That was just just one. You've been away for a month. He's got. It'll, he's, it'll fall oh, we'll, we'll, we'll fl- filter him in as we yeah, go. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. The Celtics. Not much is happening with the Celtics, but stuff's happening in the NBA though. But Anthony Davis gets moved to the Lakers for a massive package. Mm-hmm. Massive. The, Three firsts. The Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets deal too. That's what they're your prediction. That's what that's what they're underline it as yeah i mean yeah sure but anthony davis is still in his prime and when when the nets took on those what was it garnett pierce those guys were over the hump yeah but so he, it's a little different but here's the lonzo ball and then two other guys who i who i know are good but i can't remember their names ingram josh hart and, and, and Bra- oh brandon ingram and, brandon and josh hart ingram. i believe yep. and three three first round including, picks, including the, number, the four. number four this year so when it's all said and done who do you think makes out better in that? New Orleans. Well, is Davis staying with the Lakers beyond this year? He has this, He's not signing a new contract until the end of the season. Yeah. That is what his agent said to ESPN after the trade. He wants to be courted. He's going to text free agent. So, unless I see a ring, <laughs> I don't see. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't see Davis. I know. It might happen because you're going to be with LeBron and everybody loves playing with LeBron for some reason. Do you remember when Anthony Davis started talking about how he wanted to be traded and how he wanted out of New Orleans and what he said? Where he wanted to play? Where did he say? The Lakers. The Lakers? He wanted to play with LeBron or Kyrie is basically what he said. Well, Well, now he's going to get to play with both. No, he's not. No, he's not. You don't think Kyrie will end up there? Kemba Kemba Walker is the Lakers' number one free agent target now that that they've acquired Anthony Davis. Really? That's a point guard. That's not Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving? No, I know. Kyrie Irving's oh, it's a go point guard that's not Kyrie Irving. Right. Yeah. But uh, he's going to end up in Brooklyn, I think. But this is what pisses me off about the NBA is this guy, like, the f- remember how we talked a couple weeks ago about how someone said how the draft is unfair and these guys should be able to pick where they want to go and mm-hmm. all this yep. crap? And we laughed at it. And we la- That's essentially what Anthony Davis just did. He said, I want to go here and, uh, oh, if you and then Boston gets into it, if you if if you trade me to Boston, just so you know, Boston, I'm not re-signing with you. And basically, that's what he said about every single team that tried to make an offer for him, except the Lakers. He said, "Oh, I'd really like to play with LeBron James." This guy basically just chose where he got to go. Well, you know, Kevin Garnett did the same thing. Yeah, well, Kevin, I don't want to be traded to Boston. And he did. And then once he got here, he loved it. Yeah, but that's that. What I'm no, I'm not, I'm not even bringing the Boston. Like the fact that he didn't want to play in Boston doesn't bother me. I don't care about that. What pisses me off is that these guys are now picking and choosing the the teams that they get traded to. Now credit to New Orleans for still getting a pretty good package for him. Like uh, credit credit to that. But it just pisses me off that these guys like you're under contract to play for this team. And again, I do not understand why people don't want to play in New Orleans. I don't get it. I don't get it. The city's nice. They have a hell of a fan base. What weather's I decent. Don't, the weather, yeah. I don't get it. What did you say about Nashville? We're talking. It's a party city. That's what New. I mean, that's what New Orleans is too. Yeah. Well. But their fan base is good. Look at that football team. That fan base is diehard. Now, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how much they sell out the, wherever the Pelicans play. Uh, now, Smoothie if, Kings Plaza. Now, if you say, you know. Maybe that's I, part of the problem. That could be. That's probably. <laughs> that's an, a their, name their, for a their, stadium. Their mascot is a baby, a smoothie. And a Pelican. And a Pelican. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. That's, like, that's their three mascots around the arena. And who's afraid of a Pelican? I, Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. 
Unless I'm eating a Big Mac. But like, they love like think about this for a second. You, you know what? You you pay me thirty million dollars a year. I'll play anyway. I, you we can be the pile of dumps. I, I really <laughs> yeah. don't care. And I, in, I'll play in I'll play in the middle of of Ontario. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. You give me thirty million dollars a year. I'll play wherever you want me to play. But the fact is that this team drafted this guy, made this guy. His entire NBA career, he's been in New Orleans, which is a pretty damn good city. Has a good fan base. They have the number one overall pick this year. That's an up-and-coming team. He's 20-something, and he's like, nah, I want to go play with my friends. You spoiled baby. Like, you How are, is that anything new? It's just, it just sucks. It sucks. Usually the they wait until they're free agents. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. But that's fine. If you're, if you're a free agent and then you pick your team, you've earned the right to do so. That's fine. You have, a, you have a contract obligation with the team that you signed, that, that, that brought you into the league, that made you as an up-and-coming team in, a, in, a, in what I think is a good city, and you're crying because, eh, I want to play with LeBron. So you know what? Good for eh, the Pelicans. Good baby. for the Pelicans. They, they got rid of a bad seed, well, and, and they it's also them, brought in some, some huge capital to build their team. It's like good. you say, there there should be a team of the future if they draft right. Yeah, their, their average age is going to be like 22, yep. 21. The problem with a team like that is by the time they gel and develop, now they're free agents and they can leave. Yeah, but give the number one and number four pick. You could they no, could they should have them for four they years. They could very easily get those both kids from Duke. Uh, RJ and Zion. I don't know if RJ will fall to four, but they they, I mean it, it's possible. The they Knicks could. are ahead of him. If the Knicks do not get RJ, RJ will be at New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, uh, and it's just it's crazy to me that he that he went out of there. It's just such a bad look for the NBA if you ask me now the whole complexion of the NBA changes now with the uh, with the injuries that have that happened to um, Clay Thompson Clay Thompson tore his ACL and tore his ACL Durant uh, ruptured ruptured his Achilles, Achilles so which I was... still think is the most it has to be the most painful injury did, did you watch it on the replay I saw like the video of it but like it, it's just to me like it's the, just like just pop. like the thought and he, and he just dropped the ball yeah, he's just like, yep, like nope. he didn't know, it, it, <laughs> I'm like, done. <laughs> it was like that running back for the Patriots that had the hamstring injury a few years oh, ago. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, As yeah, he was yeah, running, yeah. his he hamstring just, blew out, yeah, and he just, just like the ball. like he hit a landmine or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he turned, and all of a sudden he's like, yep, nope, I'm done. But but to me, that that's definitely going to affect what happens. Uh, you know, are the Knicks still going to go after Durant and give him big money, knowing that they probably won't have him all of next year? Yes. And what type of player will he be once he does come back? He'll still get. He'll still get a max contract. Will Kyrie still think about going to play for the Knicks and be bad for a year he's until play. Durant can he, come back? Kyrie's he's not play going for to the Knicks. Nets. But he's going. They were talking about Kyrie yeah. possibly. Yeah. yeah. Signing and, with and, the Knicks and, and and so you know and that that's going to change some of the machinations that maybe would have happened if if these injuries didn't happen. Tom, Thompson was a free agent too, wasn't he? Potentially, yes. Yeah. He is. He so is. you know, will he take less money for the security to stay with? Golden State already said they were going to offer them both max deals. How max can, five year deal. I, I don't understand how they can do that. How can they offer Durant max if they didn't draft him? No, 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 no. Max, max for because well, max for what they can pay. Ma- him. Yeah, max for what okay. they can pay yeah. him. But but the same, the Celtics could offer Kyrie Irving more money in a fifth year because he was on the team. Right. It's because he was on the team for the full season prior to or two full seasons or whatever it is prior to. Is it the max being, or the super max? The super max. It's not is the super max. The super max is right. like a sixth or seventh year. And that's, that's the guy a you drafted. draft. That's the Anthony Davis deal. That's what Anthony Davis yeah. could have got. Or if that's he was, Steph Curry. Right. Yeah. Right. Or Draymond Green, or who you know, whoever. Right. Clay Thompson could probably get that too. Mm-hmm. He was drafted, but uh, it, 
Yes, it changes the complexion of the NBA a little bit, but I don't think it's really going to affect the Celtics in any way, shape, or form. No, because um, I don't think they were getting any of them. There was the Celtics are rumored to be in on one player, James. Who is it? Angelo Russell. Who said that? Great, just what they need more this three guy. point shooters. Who said that they were going to be in on them? This guy. This right guy here. to my left. Right here. Oh, he's not up. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, I'm still not up. So I. No, you were up. You were up. You're back. Yeah, because. Bam. Yeah, see. Yep, he's this back. guy right here. You like that move? It's a, it's a player to fill the void. Is he a free agent or they have to trade for him? It's a free agent. Oh, okay. Then I like it. But then I'm fine with it. They don't need another three-point shooter. Yeah, but he was good last year. He was good. He's lights out. He was very he was good. At, at least he, in the couple of games I saw him play against the Celtics. He was good on the Lakers. He was good on the Brooklyn. He's the, he's the guy who snitched, right? Uh, on Swaggy uh, P yes. with Iggy Azalea. Yep. Who are those people? Uh, Swaggy uh, P. <laughs> no, Swaggy <laughs> P's a basketball oh, player. Yep, Swaggy P's a oh, basketball player. Yeah, he plays for the... I thought he was a rapper. I think he plays for Golden State now. Izzy Azalea is a... a is he? Right. It's Iggy, Iggy? Azalea. Iggy is a, Izzy? Is a white Iggy. female rapper. Yes. So anyway, anything else on the Celtics? No. Was there any Patriots news this week? Minor. Oh, there was. That's right. Minor. There was. Hold on. Let yeah. me get there and let me get James back up on the field and off the field. Well, go ahead. What is uh, what happened this week with the Patriots? Well, they made a trade for a tight end whose Did name I cannot remember. Matt something. Um, Roberts. Michael Roberts. Michael Roberts. I think with it the was Lions. M Y C. It. Oh, K E Y, yeah. and you were already hearing stuff about oh he's going to be a great target in the red zone and his hands are huge, and yeah, he yeah. failed his physical <laughs> and now the trade is off and then he gets waived and now he had now he doesn't even have a job right what an what an elite tight end yeah uh, he'll try has. out for yeah. the XFL I'm telling you it's the curse it's the curse of Gronk it's a real thing and it's happening I think they're just going to go five wide at wide it's receiver. it's a real thing and it's happening and, and they're not going to be able to find a suitable replacement. Or Gronk, and now they're going to be cursed at that position. Oh, which reminds me, and something I wanted to bring up about the South, about basketball. Did you see what Lonzo Ball's? What is his name? LeVar? Oh, I wanted LeVar. to mention that Lavar Ball. Hold on, I think that was the best move at all, by far, for the Lakers to get rid of. Nixon have to deal with Lavar. Let of, rid of the father. Yes, I mean the play, You're trading the dad. That's what you're, you're trading the right. dad in this situation. Right. You're not even trading. You know, no, the younger one is going to be a top overall pick whenever he's whenever he's draft eligible. Uh, I think next year. Yeah, he's that kid's a stud. Where is he? Um, he's some prep no. school in Cleveland. No. Did he go to college? No, he's playing overseas. No, he played overseas, and then he came back and he played for prep schools like this big thing because he got paid to play basketball, and now he's playing high school basketball. How are they going to allow him to do it in Cleveland? It's it's like something. It, I think he's in. It's something weird, or maybe it's it's got to be California. But but either way, he was overseas playing with his the middle brother who got kicked out of Lamella. Out of UCLA. UCLA because he stole stuff in, in China. China. And he was playing over there, but then he came back and he was playing at some some prep school in uh, some city. I don't know, whatever. But he's gonna be a legit kid. I don't, I don't even know if he's. I don't even know if he's call. I don't even know if he's college age. I think he's only a. But he's he's gonna be a good player. But neither here nor there. Did you see what Levar Ball said about this trade? It was the worst trade the Lakers have ever made, and they're never going to win an NBA championship again. <laughs> hey, moron! They have the best uh, player on the planet, and they just got the best big man in the game. All they have is all they need is one more piece, and they're going to be a legitimate but contender they, every single they year. They have the three balls. Oh, all they needed the three balls. This guy is such a farce. He is such. A, all they a, needed a, was the three balls, and they would have, they would have fine. Then but they would have changed the names. They didn't have the patience, and that's why. If three balls, they can change their names did to the Polly Orchid men. Did you Look see, it up. The tripods. Did you see the <laughs> video of when the Drew? Because they're at the Drew League right now, a big tournament in Chicago, and. That's where LeVar, uh, LeVar and the, the younger ball is. 
and they announced Lamelo. It on, that's his name. Yeah, and they announced it on the PA. Literally, you know, like the memes that go "Hello, darkness, my old friend." Yeah, that was his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you serious? That just happened. Again, it's New Orleans. It could be way worse. You could have gotten traded to Minnesota. That would suck. Minnesota but rumor has it. That would suck. Rumor has it. Ball ain't lasting. They're looking to They're going to flip him? Yeah, they're Which looking is, to flip him. I think the kid's not that good. He can't shoot. He can't shoot. He can handle the ball, but he can't shoot. He's not that good of a, he's not that good of a player. No. But it's just like the delusion that this dude had. Like, oh, never going to win another. It's like, and Shaq commented. Second worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also forgot to mention there is a new NBA champion. Yes. Uh, I don't care about Toronto. Hey, Jeremy Lin won a NBA title before Carmelo Anthony. I don't care about Toronto. Kawhi Leonard is legit. Kawhi Leonard is, I think, is the most underrated player in all the world. But, but I really do. Like, I, I can honestly tell you, I don't even care that they be like. How much, of, people, how much of the series did you actually watch? Watched a bunch when I was in Georgia. Zero. I watched like two or, th- two or three of the games when I was in Georgia. I, I probably didn't watch more than two minutes of the entire game, series. Game six was on, and I knew it was a clinching game. I, I didn't bother to put it on. I legitimately don't care. Like, am I happy going to stay? I forgot win? game six was actually being played. Austin ran in my room and goes, Toronto won. I go, cool. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, like, it I literally didn't really care. Nice like, story. I was yeah, like, no, nice, nice thanks, story. Austin. It's nice that they beat. It's nice that they not Golden State off and Golden State didn't win again. But like at the end of the day, I really don't care because something much bigger was happening. But but we'll talk about that dead last. We're holding on. But um, anything else on the Patriots since we talked about the Patriots for about four seconds and then we jumped to the Celtics? Um, yes, Nick. What happened on the field? It was the uh, tight end thing. Oh, what happened off the field? Off the field was uh, the Houston Texans were filed tampering charges. They tried to steal Nick Casario from the Patriots. And then, magically, the Patriots had some kind of clause in Casario's contract that he can't negotiate with other teams, and he cannot leave. He cannot talk to any other teams, which is unusual because usually if it's a promotional opportunity, people can go. They can talk to other teams even though they're under contract. Why Why wouldn't a team be able to talk to a coach under under contract? Like because it's in Why his contract, they? they have no, no, to no, no, ask no, no, no. permission first before yes. they can talk. Right? Why? Then, because he's under contract. It's under contract. I can understand players. You can't tamper with players, but if you're trying to g- if if you're trying to give like a head coaching job to an assistant coach, why wouldn't you be able to talk to him? That doesn't make sense because, because he's under contract to another team, and you have to ask permission. But and, usually, and, that's not a problem because it's a promotional opportunity for that coach. Texans then ask permission. That's, I don't think it was they didn't ask permission. Maybe it was. I don't know. They didn't ask permission. They started talking. So. But even, even if they had asked permission, I thought the Patriots said no. Yeah. I thought they finally did ask for permission, and the Patriots said no. And they said they have some kind of clause in his contract that he cannot talk to any. That's players. such a baby move to file tampering charges on a coach. It would have it's not on the coach. It's on the team. No, no, no I know. I, I, I get it, but I'm saying for a coach. Right. Like, the Jets filed tampering charges when Belichick got hired. Parcells, Mike, Bill Parcells? I don't, I don't understand. They fired tampering charges against the Jets for Bill Parcells when he left the Patriots. Yeah. the Jets. That's so bleh. That's such a stupid like, that's, that's stupid. Well, they rule. do that to protect themselves to get draft picks, which is what happened with the Patriots, Parcells. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. No, it I is. Didn't Absolutely even know. it is. Yep. Like, I just, I just, it, it, it's like, it's like one of your competitors are trying to, like, who cares? Like, I can understand players. I get that. But the coaching thing, that, that doesn't. Yeah, but usually cares. in the business world, well, maybe they do. I don't know. I've never worked for that big of a company that you would actually have a contract with somebody. But uh, 
whatever. Okay, agree to disagree, I guess. Well, anyway, I mean, it's it's kind of a minor blip on the radar, but it is a little bit of Patriots news that happened this week. Yeah, well, the Patriots cried wolf. The Texans fell for it and pulled out, basically. But half of the Texans are former Patriots. Bill O'Brien's no, the coach. No, I know. They have another guy there who was I the know. Patriots character coach who's now over there. Role. Supposedly he was the one that was tampering. He was talking to Casario at the ring ceremony that they Marcellus was having phone conversations with the Jets while he was play while he was in the playoffs coaching the Pats. Allegedly, while they should have been prepping. Allegedly, yeah, okay, that, okay. Was he having like hours of conversation with the Jets? Like, like, like if they call you and you're if you're in a contract negotiation and you're talking, you're like, here's our offer. Think about it. Was that a ten minute conversation at max? That's going to take away from his prep time. Like, is he sitting there, like, late night, like, on the phone, like, giggling like a little schoolgirl talking to the Jets for Eating hours? Eating ice cream. Yeah, like, ta- talking for <laughs> hours and, like, whispering so that nobody can hear him talk. Like, what? Like, who cares if he if he talks to the Jets? Who cares if he has a phone call with the Jets? Who cares if he has an interview with the Jets? What's I think, that take I think the problem hour? was the rumors were swirling, and that affected the team oh, when they were trying man. to get ready for the Super Bowl. Oh, give me a break. What did I say? It's not a big deal at all to me. Okay. Are we, are we ready to do this, James? Yeah, let's go. I'm gonna rip my heart out. Um, right. The Bruins lost it. Been nice talking to everybody. The, Bru- <laughs> the Bruins lost the Stanley Cup. James, your thoughts? Okay, so how you said how Tim Thomas up in 2011, stand on his head. Yeah. Chris Bennington won the Stanley Cup for the St. Louis Bruins. Jordan. I don't. I don't give a rat. We're running off on this. Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington stood on his head to win the Stanley Cup. Wrong. Wrong. Jordan Bennington got chased from game four. Jordan Bennington almost got chased from game six. All right, amend that to he stood on his head in game seven. Game Jordan seven Bennington was great in that game, game seven. Okay. Jordan Bennington was great this he season. He stood on his head. Jordan Bennington was good this season. He was very, very good this season. Jordan Bennington is nowhere near what Tim Thomas did in 2011. It, it doesn't matter. It Game seven. He got chased. What do you mean it doesn't matter? I'm talking about game seven. Okay, in one game, sure, he, he played very, very well. That one game, it was the last game. Okay, but that doesn't matter. This, it's a series. It's oh, it did one matter. Game. It did oh, matter. Oh, it did matter. No, 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 no. He had it when he needed it. No, 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 no. To compare him to Tim Thomas is so wrong. I, I'm, I didn't compare him. I said he stood on his head. For one game. For one game, well, he for, stood, stood on his the, head. In the last game. In, in, to be actually, honestly, it was one period. Yeah. The, the first, first period. period when it could have been, yeah, it could have been very four, easily three or four to nothing. It could have been 14 to nothing after the first yeah. period. That's what I'm saying. After that, I don't even know what to say. I'll tell you this. Since they lost, now obviously I'm a, I'm a big hockey fan. I have friends who are huge hockey fans. No way. A lot of people that. that work with me are big hockey fans. Whether they're like in the office with me or they're out in the field, they're big, big Bruins fans. Game seven happened. We all went to work the next day. Nobody talked about it. I believe that. Nobody said a thing. It was literally like it never happened. Like we were like it, we have to pull permits for our job to work in the city and they weren't giving it to us in case the parade happened and all this stuff. And like it was like this big deal leading up to it. Everyone's on the way out the day of the game. They're like, oh, you know, go Bruins. Let's go Bruins. Blah, blah, blah. All the, you know, the facade stuff, all the, the, the grab. I came home. Stuff. I wish I didn't have to come home. The next day, it was literally like Crickets. it never happened. It was like a it was like a day in like August I, when nothing's going on. That's exa- that's exa- and it, it's still like that to this. Like I still, some of my closest friends are Bruins fans, and I still we have not talked about it. I I still didn't think it happened until last night when I accidentally still have the NHL network on my TV. 
I shut it off. They were replaying Game 7. I was like, yep. I'm going to be 100% honest. I was one of those people that couldn't stomach it anymore, and I shut the game off. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it happen. I could not watch someone else celebrate on the Bruins' ice. I couldn't. I shut it off. So you didn't see the players crying at the end? I've, I mean, I've seen the You've stuff. seen the tapes? I've seen, I've You've seen, seen I've, it I've, since? Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen people. Uh, it did put a lot into his chest. It's a good point by Kevin. But anyway, I didn't see it. That being said, there's a picture somewhere surfacing around of Alex Petrangelo, captain of the Blues, holding the cup up with a bunch of sparks behind him. I don't know where the sparks came from because I wasn't watching. I don't know if they had them in the post game yeah, celebration or whatever. The picture's awesome. That is a. It was a really, 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 um, really cool. Yeah, picture. they said that should be next year's NHL cover. It should be. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was awesome. Now, anyway, the actual series itself. Now we were talking about how the Red Sox seemed like they didn't want it. That's mm-hmm. how I felt the Bruins were in that game. In game seven. In that game. Yes. In in game five. In game. What did they win? They won game one. One. So, so two. One. Four, five, three. No three. Two, no, they won three. They won two, the first three, one in St. Six. Louis. Yep. Those are the three games that they won. The other four games, it just didn't look like they wanted it. Think about it this way. They lost three games at home in this series. Think about it this way. They didn't win a game in back-to-back games. That's Every right. Every single time they won a game, the Blues had an answer, came back, and punched them back in the mouth, mm-hmm. and the Bruins didn't have an answer for them. The Bruins had no answer for the, for the Blues. The Bruins are the better team. When you look at these two teams, the Bruins are the better team. The Bruins squandered huge opportunity here to win this Stanley Cup. Huge opportunity. They may never they this group may never get back to the Stanley Cup. They were gift wrapped this road to the Stanley Cup. Hey. Gift wrapped. The, the best team they played was Toronto. They played them in the first round. Let me cut in quick. We have uh we have a viewer from Florida. Hey Bob, thank you. Hey Bob, happy Father's Day to you too. So, back to the Bruins. Yeah, sorry. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's Uncle Bob, by the way. Yeah. Oh, hi member. Uncle Bob. <laughs> Uncle Bob family member. Hi Uncle Bob. Um Anyway, the the Bruins were the better team. They squandered a huge opportunity. Oh, yes. They were gift- it was all in line they for were, them to they, win. They played everything fell perfectly. Three into wild place. card teams. Yes. Three wild card teams. That is I can guarantee you that has never happened in the history of the Stanley Cup. Ever have you played three wild card teams. And they blew it. They blew it. Game seven, they did not watch St. Louis, you could tell. Now, St. Louis answered the storm. Bennington, Chris Bennington whoever that is, answered the storm in the first period, okay? That's, he saved that entire game for the Blues in the first period. But that doesn't give the Bruins the, the right to just not want it anymore. And that, no. that's what happened. No, it was a like, championship team steps up, keeps the pressure on. It was like Now, they gave up the first goal, but what really killed them, I thought, that second goal. was right, what was there, seven seconds left in the first if period? That, if really that. bad move by Marshawn getting off the ice there. Let the guy walk in and score the goal. I think right there, that is when the balloon popped. You you did not hear the crowd very much after that. Yep. That took the crowd completely out of the game, and you lost your home court, home court, home ice advantage right at that point. Some people say that it's better to have these games on the road, like, because you expect the crowd to be loud at the beginning when you're on the road, and then it's like you set out a goal to silence them. And when you silence, when you silence a road crowd, it helps you, like it helps you get like you like. In other words, you expect the loudness to be like you're prepared for it. You know what I mean? Like right. you, you expect it, and be- then, because and then your goal is to silence them. And once you silence them, it's all it's all like that's what you play for. In- and when you're at home, when the crowd silence, you can't get up. It's impossible to right. get up. But in all fairness, they dominated most of the play in that game. They dominated most of the first period. The Bruins dominated the entire first period. 
talking except, about the Bruins? Ex- yes. Yeah, the, yes. the Bruins dominated the, the except entire Except for the first goal and then the really bad move on the second one. Yeah, and, and what what it seemed like happened was after the second goal was going out, you should never give up a goal in the first minute or last minute of a period, ever. I don't know what Marsh... I, I do know what Marsh was he thinking. Claims he claims he, he didn't see the trailer. He was well, no. He, I think he was trying to get off to get a, an actual defender on the ice, which whatever. What, but he didn't see the trailer right behind him. I, it was whoever scored the goal. Yeah, he didn't see him right there. Yeah, and he yeah, thought yeah. he could get off the ice. Yeah. So, all right, give him the benefit of the doubt. Everybody makes mistakes, but it still was a horrendous move, and you could say it cost him because a one nothing game going into the second, you're still in that. Well, the, the, two nothing at that point, the way Bennington was playing, it almost seemed like they a said hill too too steep to climb. And it almost seemed like they said. Just another game, and they played like it in the second and third. It, it was it was kind of like probably the same attitude. All the people watching it was was, oh well, yep. good run. It was a good run. Good run. We almost did it. It was that, a good run. That's what, yeah, that's what I felt like. And after. and, and I, I kind of like, yeah, they did it. As, as a no. Boston sports fan, I'm I'm kind of sitting there thinking, well, this can't happen. We don't lose these games. No, exactly. We win these games. Exactly. Leading up to it, everyone's like, are you worried? I'm like, not really. I just no. get the feeling that the Bruins aren't going to lose this game. It's like a game seven against Toronto. You know the Bruins are not going to lose that game because for whatever reason, they just have they just get it. And that, that's I don't know if it's a Boston sports fan thing or just the way that this team is. You're like, they're not gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna squander well, this. Well, I mean chance. We, we you know, the Patriots they can suck for three quarters of the season, but you know they're gonna turn it on and they're gonna be there in the playoffs. Yeah. The Red Sox, what they've done the last four times they've been to the World Series. Yeah, you, you, Not even close. None of those came to a game seven. Yeah, you, you. Game six is the is the longest that they went. And that was just in one. Yep. So you just assume if we get there, we're gonna win. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I'm well, not always with the Patriots, but 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 even then, you assume they were gonna. I, we were shocked when I, they lost to Philadelphia. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was shocked with that, but like after the. Talking to the microphone. No, it, this, <laughs> loss, this loss was not that hurtful for me. Really? Yeah. I you don't know, know why. It just. I, I can tell you why. It, because it, you're spoiled as a Boston sports fan. If this well, loss doesn't how, hurt how you, could it this be? is what. No, this is what happens. Is you know, in in four months, the Red, the Red Sox will just be there again. And if and if and if history repeats itself with the way that these Boston sports teams are, the Bruins will be back in a year or two. But this team is not going back a year or two. This was their chance. You know what? You know what other opportunity they blew? I'm sure there are a lot of people like me who are not big Bruins fans but got sucked into it for the playoff run. Now, maybe if they win, now I'm in for the long haul. I'm back next year. I'm watching games all year. Yeah, yeah, it could be. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that, that's a possibility. And I may There's still a lot do of, that. I may still, especially if Doc Emmerich's doing the game, I may still watch it. There's a lot of, but, there's a lot of fair weather fans that probably would have So let me, I want to ask you this question. We've me? had the debate many times. Was the season a success? You think it was a success? Yes, because if you, rem- if you remember, I was saying this. Team yeah, you should, were saying they should, should sell. sell. Right. So, right. yes, it was a success. Okay, but you have to take everything into context. So if we went back at the start of training camp and you said they're going to make it to Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final and they're going to lose, you say, I'll take that. It's a successful season. That's a great season. A you look season. at it at the start of the Cup Final and you say, okay, you're playing a team that was the worst team in hockey on January 3rd. You have gotten this far now. Everything is set up for you. Now is it a is it a success yes. or is it a failure? No, it's a success. It's a still if, a if success. If you evaluate season. it starting at the at the start of the Stanley Cup final. Yes, because because I still don't think you're going to get through Tampa Bay. No, no, I'm I'm talking oh, the Stanley start Cup of the final. final. Oh, yes, yes, because even though St. Louis was the worst team in the league on January 3rd, you know what that means? They were the best team in the league. Since okay, but you January said yourself 3rd. they were better than you and everything was lined up in place. No, no. The Bruins are better than the Blues. 
That's what I said. They're not better. Th- that's what I meant. Yeah. That they yeah, are. They were. They, they were the better they team. They were the best team. They Everything the team was paper. lined up in place. So to me, fa- that is a failure. It's not a failure. At that point, that is a failure. You may have failed that you series. You failed in that series. Yeah, you failed in that series, but it's not okay. a failed season. The whole like. No, no. I I just wanted to get your take on the whole thing because we from, have that talk all yeah, the time. Yeah, if yeah, if no, the no, Red Sox get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, is that a failure? No, to me, if, I've or always said a success. I've always said if you make the playoffs, it's it's a successful season. See, and I say you have you to ach- judge you, by expectations. You achieved you achieved your goal to get to play when other teams don't. So we want to hear what you think about it on so the chat. To, so to me, that's a, that's a successful season. Now, this is a this is an ever going. This is an ongoing argument that we could have every single week, but. I, and and, and we probably will. I certainly, certainly, certainly do not think that getting to a game seven of a Stanley Cup final is a failure of a season in, in any way, shape, or form. Kevin agrees with me. I'll take it. Yeah, okay, okay, sure. You can fail to reach your goal, but that doesn't mean that the whole season's a failure. Okay, let's let's not hammer the point. So moving on. That's how. That's, I mean, that's that's whatever. James doesn't want to chime in. So. Oh, no. I'll take I, it he disagrees with me because he's no, thinking. No, no, no. <laughs> to, um, to me, it was a success. It was a success. Oh, I can't pronounce Neanderthal. Okay. Today. <laughs> <laughs> you no, missed me, didn't you, James? <laughs> I'm just going to let that go because it is part of the day. <laughs> Next week, totally different subject. But yeah. <laughs> no, I. Successful. It was a successful season because they did something that. A lot of experts didn't think they were going to do. They made it to the cup. Including me. Okay. Expert. Right, right. But the season was a, was a success. Yes, the season. Yes, I'll agree. Now, should they want to? Should they? Should of? Should they? Have. Should have. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Should they have won? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes they, should they should have. Okay. So yes. that was a failure. All right. So you're both right. So let me ask you about Tuca. Bye. You're nice. You're nuts. You're crazy. What do you mean bye? You don't bye. want Tuka? Bye to you. Bye to me. Bye. You're saying bye to two? Yes. Sorry, you said I, bye. I got rid of him. He's gone. <laughs> Is that like a bye Felicia yeah, kind of bye thing? Yeah, bye Felicia. He's gone. No, bye. What does what, that mean? What do you mean bye? What does that mean bye? You're bon done voyage. with him? Yes. You're done with him? Yes. What? Yes. So you think Tuka cost them that game? Yes. Michael? How? Thoughts? How? How can you sit here and say bye? You realize that Tuka Rask very easily could have won the Conn Smythe Trophy for a losing team. He was the best player in the playoffs. The entire playoffs, he was the best. He was the best player on your team. He was the best player in the league for the entire playoffs. Yeah, he couldn't capitalize. Oh, my. You're going to blame Game 7 on Tuka? Well, you know, there's a difference between him and Bennington that Bennington stole the game for you. Tuca didn't do that. Now, Tuka granted, stole games all playoffs. I'm talking about Game Seven. Oh, it doesn't come down to one game. We've, we've talked all along that yes, he can is. have a great playoff it run, and if he poops his pants in the final, he didn't poop his pants in Game he Seven. He didn't poop his pants. He no, poop his pants he had no seven. chance on at least three. At least three of those goals, he had no chance. He did not poop his pants in Game Seven. He I didn't say that. Play- I'm not saying no, no, that I- he did. But what we, we were saying coming into this is, yes, he has played great through this whole stretch, but ultimately, the way the Tuca haters are going to judge him is by how he plays in the final or when the game is on the line. And when the game is on the line, he did not steal the game for you the way Bennington did. That is the only way you were going to shut up the Tuca haters. You agree? uh, 
score, but that's just because Tuka haters are stupid. You just called James stupid. What they, they, you want to trade this guy? He was the best player on your team for less. I don't know. Not even. He's been outside of the playoffs. Okay. Basically, since Pasternak got hurt, Rask has been your best player. Basically. What is that? Three months? Four months? And in the playoffs, it was a landslide he was your best player because your first two lines didn't show up. It was a, it's not even close. What did Kevin say is only knock on two kids? I can't read it. Has always been that he's not the guy that's going to bail you out of a big mistake. That second goal was evidence of that, but I still don't put it all on him. I agree with you, Kevin. That's a good way to sum it up. How about the game that they won one to nothing? How about the game? Irrelevant when you get to that to, when you get you to the final game God. and everything is on the line, that is what great players are judged by. Game one through six. Did they step up and win you that game? Different for a goalie. It may be, and that may not be fair, but that is the way that people are judged. I just hope that neither of you are blaming Tukaras for that loss. I'm not seven. blaming Tukaras for that loss. Are you blaming Tukaras for that loss in Game 7? No. I still blame the first line for not showing up, and, and I think they looked even worse in that game. How many whiffs did Pasternak have in the first period alone? I kept thinking of you with the Monstars juice, <laughs> that they came down and they sucked his powers out of him again. <laughs> it happened, I mean, it happened all playoffs for the whole line. It did, but it was even it was even worse than that. He whiffed on. It must have been at least five in the first period. Let me ask you a question: As a, you're not even a bit, neither of you, I would say, are really big hockey fan, right? Is that fair? I grew no, up, that's absolutely. I grew fair. up as a Ducks fan. Is that fair? <laughs> the real Ducks or the ones because in the Disney the mighty, movies? No, because, because of the he's a because Charlie Conway Ducks, fan. Yeah. So then. I became Bash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tamu, Fulton Reed. Tamu and Paul Correa. But funny story. Funny story. When when those movies were at the height of their popularity, Michael was playing youth hockey at that mid nineties. And we went up to Montreal for a tournament. We got tickets to go see a Canadians game in Montreal. They happened to be playing the Ducks. That we we're in a stadium with twenty thousand screaming Canadian fans, and you have a row of <laughs> you have the back row of about ten. Nine and ten year olds in the back of the, the arena going quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Canadians fans were cool about it though. Which is they probably didn't know we were from Boston. Because <laughs> if they had known we were from Boston quacking in the back of their Yeah, because they weren't playing the Bruins, so Right, right. Yeah. So it was probably a good thing that none of us that I, I will, we weren't even we're not from Boston, but from I the will area. never forget that. That's a that's a good story. I'm Tell never story gonna get kicked times. off, Joey. It's a it's a it's a it's a good story. But okay, neither one of you are big hockey fans. Offensive production through the entire playoffs. Who are your best play? Who was the Bruins' best players Charlie throughout Coyle. the entire? Yes, I'll go with Charlie Coyle. Who was it? Charlie Coyle. And who else? Um, Marco. Marcus Johansson. Marco the two Johan. guys that the Bruins went and got at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. They just said you were said just average players. When I said they should have sold, They're, they are both average players. But they were they were your most productive offensive players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I might even have to throw. It doesn't matter. Those are the, the fourth line center. Achari. Noel Achari. Yes. Yes. Okay. The answer I was looking for was Charlie Coyle and Marcus Johan. We passed. You did well. You did very well. <laughs> Woo! Now let me let me ask you this. You got 100. Yeah. When you start double shifting, guys, who was Bruce Cassidy double shifting? Osternock. The injury report. Was I right out. again? You were yep. right. Yep. See, when I, the injury I paid report. Attention. He actually follow, was like triple shift. Follow along. Okay. <laughs> when the injury report came out, who was on the injury report? Everybody. Uh, nope. David Backus. Nope. No, Pasternak, oh. pa- Marchand, Parsonac. Bergeron. Those are the ones you heard about. Okay, who wasn't? Chara. Who wasn't on Coyle, the injury Johansson. report? Coyle, Johansson. Coyle, 
and Johansson, yeah. your two most productive offensive players throughout the entire postseason, so, were not injured. Why weren't they playing all anymore? Right. Oh, why, why didn't you give them more no, ice that's time? That's a good qu- But, you know, even they kind of disappeared in, in the final. Everybody kind of disappeared because the Blues were just in your face right. at all times. But my point is, is that they were the most productive players. They weren't hurt, apparently. According to all of the reports, when all this stuff comes out, Charo with his broken jaw obviously cooled. Doesn't have, doesn't doesn't fit my doesn't fit my 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 point here because he plays defense. But the off the first line was non-existent. Everybody can agree with that. The first line was banged up. Everybody can agree with that. It was it's been shown. Pasternak re-injured his thumb. Martian has a dis, dis, displaced hand or something. Uh, Bergeron, it's got this. This guy's got that. This guy's got cracked ribs. No Johansson. No Coil. Why are, why didn't why didn't these guys get more time? Why didn't Cassidy take advantage of the fact that they were your best players and they appeared to be the most healthy? You're putting the blame on Cassidy. A little bit. A little bit. I, re- I, I really, really, I put it on the players first and foremost because to me, with, with a, a locker room that has Chara playing with his, with his jaw wired shut and a team that has Bergeron on it who everybody loves Talk and nobody ever Chara. has anything bad to say about Bergeron because he's this, he's this emotional leader. He's the best two-way player in the game, yada, yada, yada. That team should have been ready to run through a goddamn wall for game seven and they weren't but right behind Tara and Bergeron maybe even a little more is Cassidy the decisions he made you sit Backus who I understand Backus wasn't the most productive guy heavy body likes to muck it up playing against his former like that story writes itself the motivation that David Back David Backus was so pissed that he got scratched for game seven he didn't even take warm-ups he didn't even dress to go out for him. Normally, why when bother? You, normally, when why you, bother? You're not going to play another game for a month. Normally, I mean, for months. Normally, when you're going into a game like this, everybody dresses, everybody goes out for the pregame skate, not warm ups. Pregame well, you, skate. You're there for your playoff. You're you're there your for teammates. your teammates. He was right. so pissed he didn't even play, he didn't even go out there, and I don't blame him because I can't even imagine the anger that I would have if if. The, the team that I'm playing against, I was a captain of for years. I'm pretty sure they were the team that drafted him. Grew, and now he's now he signs or signs with the Bruins, and, and he's got a chance to, to beat them in Game 7. He's never won a cup. He doesn't even get the chance. Right. You're going to tell me that Carson Kuhlman was that big of a difference than David Backus? The answer is no. no. The answer is no. no. You give the, that is Kuhlman, Kuhlman had a to little put that more, guy in. Kuhlman had a little more hop to his step. He's a faster player. He's younger. Right. He's faster. Like, yeah, sure. Which which maybe, you know, you gotta you gotta figure maybe that's what they needed. They were getting manhandled. So maybe they did try to go with the speed. Yeah, and okay, it, it did it same, work in same game thing he, with scored, he scored in game six. Like, I get it. But just the stuff that you like, I don't feel like you can teach motivation. I don't feel like that's no, something you not. can teach. No. And and the motivation that would have been there for Bacchus. It's just, I, I I cannot believe you wouldn't dress him for that game. I really, really can't. And then to not play that third line more. When you see Krejci's line, who still didn't have a winger for five for three games of this series, didn't have a winger. They had Bacchus for one. Remember they were skated seven and didn't even, didn't even go with a winger on Krejci's right. line? Why not just give that coil line some more time, especially if they were healthy? No, let's use line four. Let's use line, line four. How many games let's did line four start? Line four. They started the final oh, game. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. That's a who did that? Claude Julian did that. Claude Julian rolled his four lines blindly. Started his fourth line. How do you have Patrice Bergeron sitting on the bench to start Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals? Well, you're playing matchups at that point. You're the home team. You're playing right. You so get you, your you, matchups. No, you don't get your matchups. If if they if they are going to start their first line or whatever line they're starting. 
and you don't think your first line matches up with them, you're going to start another line you get and try to get your matchup later on. You get your matchups in the game. I don't care who starts for the Blues. You start your best players in a game. Se- you have to win that game. No, you I, have I to. Agree. Your best players need to be your out there. Your best players need to be out there. To start the game. They don't have it. And then you need to then you need to have the presence of mind where if David Krejci and Jake DeBrusque and Carson Kuhlman don't have it, you stop rolling them. You put out the line that is healthy, that is producing, you put that line out there. Yes, I put it on Bruce Cassidy. And then before the game, oh, you know, I, I don't really look too much ahead. You just really want to, you know, uh, you just, have my just name on the cup. Just want to get his name on the cup. And, like, you don't. You're not going to have your name on the cup now because you blew it. And this team's not going to get back. Uh, I shouldn't say that because hey, I said it all this year. Hey, Mike. No, say it. Say it. Like, hey, Mike, it, can you uh, show us on Wally where you touch you wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It is that level of anger, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm about to, like, file a report for you. So, so <laughs> Debbie asked the question, do you think the injury report was released as a subtle excuse for those guys? No, no, because it always Not comes China, out. Though. It always. So this always is what happens. Out. This is what happens with, like, hockey players are the toughest people. Of the toughest human right, beings the on the guy planet. who won, what is it, the Conn Smythe? The broken MVP? Rib. Broken rib. Broken rib. Yep, Ryan yeah. O'Reilly, broken rib. If, you ever, if you're ever bored and you're just, like, on the depths of YouTube, YouTube Ryan O'Reilly's workout routine. It is, he does what normal people, like, he does, like, normal workouts, like what normal people do, but he does it on a medicine ball or mm. on a, like, one of those, like, half, like, you know, like, you have to balance the whole yep, thing. Yep. He's doing, like, obstacle courses. And stick and like tapping and doing like hand eye coordination, tapping the stick. He has a golf ball. He'll take it on his blade, throw it off the wall, backhand one touch it back to his forehand, and just keep hitting it back and forth like a tennis racket. This dude is on. Well, and you saw it in game seven where someone threw a sauce across the across the thing and he tracked it and caught it on his backhand, stopped and went back the other way. It was unbelievable. Anyway, what happens with hockey is they they never release what is really wrong with people in the playoffs because they'll get targeted or whatever. And they want to hide the, the injuries. And it's almost like once it once the season's over, all these injuries come out just to be like, look how tough these guys. Mm. That's what always happens. And it's it's like it's well deserved. It is, and it's like when I mean, you're playing a sport like hockey with a broken rib, you gotta give the guy credit. Kevin thinks that they're, they're you do, no, no, you you definitely do. And yeah, sure, Pasternak with his broken thumb or bruised thumb or whatever, it's his own fault because he's a drunken idiot. And like yeah, like that, like <laughs> Chara is obviously like like the Mike has the a love hate relationship with the Boston. He Bruins. does. He, he does. loves them, but he yep. hates them at all at the same time, and it's hilarious. It's literally no. I just hilarious. hate certain things. I hate stupidity. You and hate I, I, literally I, everything about Boston sports. That's not true, Michael. It's pretty close. <laughs> Kevin thinks they have the same team next year with more experience. They've got a good young team. Yeah, Chara and his 55-year-old body's really young. Bergeron's pushing. Well, his love for Chara lasted a whole week, didn't it? Yeah, it? yeah. No, no, no. I yep. still think he should be the captain this time. On, on, All right. on the way back road, I literally almost had my, my cousin stop because I was like, are we in the twilight zone? Michael is praising that Chara's still the <laughs> captain. I was like, what is going on? I was gone for three weeks and madness happened. There's a hate-hate relationship yeah. with yeah. us. Yeah, just it's, the Patriots. It's hilarious. Just the Patriots. I love. I and, love and the, the Bruins pe- and the people that comment on it and Twitter. Yep. Yeah, fans are just dumb. everything. Yeah, Mike hates dumb. everything. Mike is the Ebenezer Scrooge of Boston sports. Yeah, someone's got to keep you guys grounded. Otherwise, you'll be floating in the clouds with, your, now, with your Patriots thongs on. And it's, it's, that's, that's, someone's got to keep everybody floating. grounded. No. With the Patriots thongs on. 
anyway, ultimately, obviously, I was devastated the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. The Blues. But honestly. No. The Bruins won the Stanley Cup. No, no, I was I was devastated the Bruins didn't win the Stanley Cup. He was no, we had a little glitch in our microphone. Oh. Headphones oh, there. Oh, I think oh. you might have missed a word. Okay. Oh, easy over there with the uh, I'm, vocabulary I'm... police. Easy. <laughs> Either way, I was devastated the Bruins didn't win the Stanley Cup. The Blues are a nice story, though. That is they one are a hell good story. of a team. Really that are. is one hell of a team. Was... I hate the play Gloria crap. I didn't hear that at all. I hate the play. I Probably because they didn't win too many home games. I hate the play. It's true. It's true. But the story of the sick girl who was the yeah, fan that yeah. came to the game and they yep. brought it down on the ice. Yep. That's, that's the kind like, of stuff that the media just eats up. Yep, they and, do. And they Pam do. beats Jim. Pam, yeah, the, yeah. the Pam Beasley Jim. So, oh John Ham's God. a St. Louis fan. I've yep. always liked him. Love yep. no, like, Mad Men. Like, it, it's tough because, like, it's their first in history. Yeah, give like, them some it's props. A good, it's, a good, it's like a great story. They were the worst team in the league. They got this young goal. Like, what a good story. It was. And yeah, like, good for hockey. I don't know what kind of ratings it drew nationally. Uh, it was the Pro- most watched. Probably not stand- really good. No, 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 no. No, really? Game 7 was the most watched playoff hockey game in the history of the sport. I actually have to include that. I have to agree with that because when I was at the concert, I had five people in front of me, all from Canada, and they were watching the hockey game. Canadians, this is not a joke. What are the two furthest teams from Canada? Tampa Bay and... Anaheim? Maybe, no, maybe Florida. No, it's definitely Florida. Oh, Miami. Yeah, Miami. Florida obviously. and... San Jose? We'll, we'll call it... Well, it has to be a Western Conference team. We'll call it the Florida Panthers well, playing against your Anaheim. Yourself. Or Dallas. Or Dallas. Yeah. The people in Canada will still watch. Yeah. They, they don't care. It doesn't oh. matter to them. But, like, I believe in the United States... It, in the United States, it was the most watched playoff hockey game in the history of the sport. Probably because... Of of the Jim and Pam thing, the John Ham thing, mm-hmm. the, that little girl story, going the, seven games, the going yeah, going seven it. games, um, and the the fact that that it was just such it was such a good story that there were so many good storylines, like you know David Back is playing against former. Oh, well, that worked for five games. Oh, not even. But anyway, also it, almost it, had another duck pro. Parade. It was very it, yeah yeah. So that's what People it was. It was the rest of the nation too, they, wanting to see Boston lose. Yeah, no, that's exactly what yeah. it is, and they got that's what exactly they wanted. What it is. So you know how I've talked about the symmetry of Patriots beating St. Louis for their first Super Bowl win, the Red yeah. Sox beating St. Louis. You think this is the end of the dynasty? No. The end of the run? No. no. We finally lost to St. Louis. No. I don't like how we were no. all saying St. Louis played better than they Boston. They did. They did. Plan is simple. So, That's so you all don't I got see the grand that. master plan. The there whole is no grand master plan. No? Everything will be back to normal. Two more in October. Oh, so the Bruins are getting knocked out in the first round next year. Everything will be back to normal in October yep. when the Red Sox win. Yep, but, uh, Red no. Sox, and then yeah, I think Patriots. we pretty much covered that already. The, no, no, no. But I, the Red Sox I, I, win. I'm not, I'm not saying, but but yeah, when the Patriots go to the Super Bowl in February, I yeah. honestly don't think that losing, uh, like losing franchises, will be a thing in Boston for a very long. And I know that sounds ridiculous. No, I don't. I don't. But think I, the fans I don't think the fans it. will allow it, and no. it'll, it'll force the teams to go out and get better players and to make to make moves and like. Just a losing culture will never last. Like you'll see it with like the Red Sox were were crappy a couple years. Like yeah, it'll happen. Look at the Celtics. The I mean, look, look at yeah, look at the Celtics. Look at the look Bruins. at the Celtics. The Celtics were supposed to rebuild. They rebuilt a half finals. a year. Yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. Like it's just it's just the way that it is around here. People just you can't lose anymore. Not the no no no. It's not that they my great lose. great grandchildren I it's, ever get have any. It's the it's no. It's just the fact that the culture in this city is such a winning like competitive culture. 
then I just don't I don't think that you're gonna see an end to that anytime soon. I I, I don't know. That's me personally. I I agree. Did you see the um the last thing I want to talk about since we're already over an hour? But the the last thing I want to talk about with the with the Stanley Cup. Did you see the interview that happened with now Toucher and Rich did the, did like a whole bit on it? So maybe you heard about it later. Of Mike Milbury, Liam McHugh, all those those squids interviewing Pam Beasley. Oh, I saw that live. What's what's Pam? That Be- that was in between periods. Jenna Fisher. No, now did they interview Pam Beasley or did they interview <laughs> Jenna Fisher? They, they interviewed her. Was she in character? No, no. she wasn't. She's <laughs> no, I saw it. They, like, they I give her a ton of credit for not just Jenna losing Fisher. her mind. And then, like, Mike Milbury. Literally, this is the question Mike Milbury asked. If you haven't heard it, this is the question. Great. I have to ask you about Dwight. What? Do you think Milbury was confused? No, I think Mike Milbury's a dummy. Do you think he was confused that it was the actual Pam from, <laughs> yeah. from Dunder Mifflin, the receptionist turned office manager? So, uh, how how growing up in Scranton, Pennsylvania, did you become such a big blues fan? How did you feel when you had to break it off with Roy? That's that's basically what he asked. What is your favorite? Now, was it when An- when he killed Angela's cat? What was your favorite <laughs> Dwight moment? Like, Liam McHugh asked a legitimate question. You're like, what does this mean to you being from St. Louis? And she's like, oh, it's so great. We're such a big, big sports city. We're all so happy. That's great. I have to ask you about Dwight. <laughs> what? Like it was it was mind blowing. How, how I'm, I'm surprised Milbury being the big hardo a hole that he is even spoke to her at oh, all. Oh, he had no clue what he was talking about. I'm you surprised can tell even, it was they, some they must have said, Mike, you gotta talk to her or you're fired. They set the whole thing up. So there's there's this very, very popular quote that Michael Scott says, I'm not superstitious, uh, but I'm a little stitious. Right. So they set the whole all, she must have seen it coming because all of the questioning that they had as it relates to that episode when Michael Scott says that is the episode that Dwight kills Angela's cat. And, like, so they must have been setting it up. I don't know if they did that on purpose or what, but that they, they were setting up the whole thing and she completely. <laughs> yeah, because she's already on another series. She's moved on. No, no, no. Come on. She doesn't do that anymore. She doesn't anymore. do anything. She's, that, she's nothing, but she's That Pam series Beasley. actually got canceled. She's oh, it did? Beasley. Yeah. It's like splitting up together. Yeah, she was, was, she was, was in Blades of season. Glory. Yeah, she was. She was yep. in Blades. Like nobody knows that she's Pam. I do. But it was so disrespectful. Like that they just they didn't even call her Jenna. It was Pam. <laughs> you know, I didn't even really notice that. It to be honest with you, it was awful. on. I wasn't paying a lot of attention to it. I I yeah. saw I saw it on uh, Twitter. They did the same thing with John Hamm too. Yeah, Mike Milbury. What is it like to play such a douchebag? You should know, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's not playing. No, I know. Yeah. Mike, show up. You can do exactly what John Hamm did in Mad Men. Mad Men, huh? What is it like to play or t- to play a bad guy? When he was the Bruins GM or coach, I forget which one he was at the time, but Channel 5 did a little puff piece on him, and he uh, was like playing street hockey out you know, in the driveway with his son. Milbury? Yeah. His kid worked for me. Did he? He did, yeah. Well, his son scored a goal on him while they were playing yep. street hockey. Milbury turned around, ah, oh, you got to make me look bad and go top shelf. He like yelled at the kid yeah. during this. Cha- it's like this kid plays at Saint Seb's. The little puff piece on Channel Five, and this you got to go off on this guy. This kid plays at Saint Seb's, Saint Sebastian's, and uh, he worked for me. I would think his kid would be a lot older than that. He's uh he's got two of them. One's a senior, one's a sophomore. Or he probably graduated now, so he's probably a, would be a freshman in college and a, and a junior. But um, I'm sure this is gripping listening. Well, this, no, this, 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 this go is ahead. Inside, insider information. I'm just watching the Sox game. And he said that the most, and the thing that his dad gets asked to sign the most, because obviously he's, you know, he's famous. A shoe. 
We took his yes. shoe off yeah. and, he, and he beat someone I with it. I think that was in the Madison Square Garden. Yep. So he's, he said he literally for a while couldn't go anywhere without someone asking him <laughs> to sign it. That's a good story. You know, it's through you with your questioning with the listeners. Like, every hockey guy is loving this right now. <laughs> right? All six of our listeners that are <laughs> hockey guys. Right. They're, they're loving it. Okay. What are we going to talk about now that hockey's over? Oh, we'll Baseball. Find we're we're, oh, we're, we'll we're going to be all Baseball, Red Sox all um, the time. Next month is already free agency in basketball, and we got the draft. The draft is coming up this week. Two, yeah, about yeah this Mini week. Camps and where where the start, Celtics right? will draft yeah. three guys in the first round that none of us have ever heard of. Cause no, no, nope, they're foreign-born nope. players. They're looking to trade those draft picks. Oh, oh boy, yeah. no, 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 they no. like the Patriots. They're looking to keep one. Wait, are they looking to trade him to the Lakers for Anthony Davis? Oh, no, no, to the Pelicans <laughs> for Lonzo Ball. Oh, if Lonzo Ball guard. goes on our team, I will literally. All I'm sure LeVar Ball wouldn't get any heat in Boston, so that's probably a good idea. Hey, James, Davis just struck out again. Oh, shocker. Wow. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about in the world of Boston sports before we go? Boston uh, sports, no. Quickly, can I get your take on the U.S. women's hockey, uh, hockey, U.S. women's soccer team with all the blowback from their celebration beating Thailand 13 nothing? I know you must have some thoughts on that. I don't really care. I really, I really don't care. And, and did it? Can, um, Canada's team like got so upset. Yeah. Like, well, Canada well, loves, it's the usual Twitter outrage. Canada you know, two or three everybody. people get on Twitter and you play to win. Yeah, you don't need to score thirteen goals. I, it's not no, that you, you don't need, you to, do score need to score goals. thirteen goals. You don't need to celebrate, need to like, celebrate. It's, like it's the game winner. Right. Okay. What I say is, I mean, this is the the age old like. Remember, like in baseball tournaments when we would play the crappy towns, like um, I don't know, like uh, Freetown. Freetown. And <laughs> And you would just run up the score, because what matters well, you in tournaments? What matters in tournaments? Run differential, goal okay. differential. What matters in the World Cup? Winning goal differential. Right. Go after the record, that's the tiebreaker. Yeah, the tiebreaker is goal right. differential. After, I mean, right. Head, so you blah, can blah, blah, understand blah. that to a point, but then the, the celebration. The but but also, so here's the thing: if you get 13 goals, you score 13 goals in a game. That's the most that's ever been scored in in the history in one game in the history of the World Cup. That's something to celebrate. I don't care if it was against Freetown or against against Canada or against Sweden. That's something that you celebrate. Right. That's like okay, you don't have to you don't necessarily have to celebrate goals five through twelve, but once you hit that record, yeah. I celebrate. didn't you know, I didn't see every single one, I didn't, but, I didn't but to me that, that seemed to be the thing that did cross the line a little bit. You know, people are scoring goal after goal and they're just, you know, celebrating like it was the game winner and it's a walk off. But to be fair, another thing in in soccer Scoring a goal is, is rare. Is right. very very rare. Your opportunity, like some right. of those, some of the girls. That's the other thing. Some of the girls that may have scored some of these goals. Say, say the girl who scored the tenth goal. Maybe the only ne- goal she'll ever score, and especially may never in world, see another minute in a World Cup competition. Exactly. Right. And may never see another minute. Like everyone, ha- everyone knows that story where there's someone on the team that doesn't really get to play. We had a kid on our uh, on our on our baseball team that took note that took stats. Didn't, he, didn't even play, he was a senior, didn't make the team, took stats, they let him hit one game, he got a hit, and everybody got all pumped. We were winning like 11 to nothing. Yeah. Like, you don't know the situation. No, that's true. Because the that's roster true. changes for every game. No, yeah, of course. And, if, and, and I'm sure there were some girls that played in that game that will never see another minute on the field. Maybe one of them scored. That's where, that you can celebrate too. I, I don't know the situation for every single one. Did Alex Morgan score? After? I'm sure she did. I think, no, I think she had five. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Like five yeah. or seven. Did she celebrate after like the third one? Probably. I, I, who knows? I, I don't know. I, I didn't see it. And then to be completely honest, I don't really care. And I always feel, I always feel like if you don't want a team to celebrate, stop them. 
Exactly. Like that, that's how, I mean that's how I feel. Yep. Now, it sucks being on the other end, and and the th- the other thing is, you're always on the other end at some point. Everybody who's ever played sports has been on the has been on the side that you win thirteen yep. to nothing, and you've been on the side where you lose thirteen to nothing. Right. And when you're losing thirteen to nothing, it sucks. It does suck, but the the best example I can use I play I play roller hockey, and there's such a huge difference in people's ability in roller hockey because it's not a common sport around here. So there's some people that are really good, and some people that are really bad. When you're really bad, and the really good players start making a mockery of it and like doing tricks and like passing the puck, not shooting, that's worse. Keep playing. That's how I like. That's how I look at it. Keep playing. You know, men's league is different because we all pay the same amount, so you don't want to you know get your Exercise and whatever in it's a little different. Like, but Scal. you've been on both sides. Topic. Everybody's always on both sides at some point in their life. I haven't. I played for <laughs> All I Kevin, played for, Kevin played for DeBras Oil. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else before we go? We're almost an hour and 20 minutes. I, I think we've talked I, about all of it. Yeah, I think we're good for now. Debbie asked, was it the team complaining or everyone else? I think it was everyone, it's everyone else. else. The team wasn't complaining. Yep. And if they were, they were complaining in Taiwanese, and we wouldn't have understood it. Anyway. <laughs> Is that a language? I don't. I was it Taiwan no or Thailand? Clue. Thailand. Doesn't Thailand. matter. We wouldn't understand it. Anyway. And I think they speak like me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, gone a while. We missed I, you, James. I, I can say anything I want. We okay? missed you, James. <laughs> www.bostonsportssyndicate.com. That's where you can get all of our articles, all four sports teams, fantasy, uh, fantasy sports as well, and our merch. That's something we don't mention. There is a there is a link to our merch on there. There's a link to everything on there. Buy our to, merch, please. It's anything you want. I'm not. Even we've stopped I'm not wearing begging. our merch. I'm not begging. I'm just. <laughs> asking you gotta, you gotta change it up every now. And Buy then. our merch. You gotta change it up every now. But uh, uh, BostonSportsSyndicate.com. That's where you can get everything you need to know as far as social media, our articles. You can listen to previous podcasts. Find James's merch. Uh, you can do. Do all that good stuff. Twitter and Instagram, Boston Sports SYN. And don't forget at SeatGeek.com if you want to go to a concert, a uh, comedy show, or a game of any sort, you can use code BSS and save yourself $20 off of your first purchase. There is no limit to new email. Great. Again, we're not advocating that. Nope. Just nope. stating a fact. Just stating a fact. We're, we're just, just putting a pin on that right there. Just yep. right. Just as a public uh, service forget, announcement, all transparency, that's all we're doing. Also, don't forget Instagram, where your stars Yeah, are. where have they been? They're on Instagram only. Cause oh, okay, I'm not on Instagram. Yeah, we're, it's a exclusive the to Twitter, Instagram. The Twitter's evolving, and the three stars is now an exclusive. To- so, oh. any three stars that I basically put out there, if you don't like it, please comment. Tell you you're wrong. I'm not like someone that. <laughs> oh, fuck. we oh, banned that. Oh, wow. Did I go there? Yikes. It's out wow. there now. Shooting. He, co- he, co- he shooting. comes out shooting bang, after bang, taking bang. three weeks off. Hey, I, I know he had it pent up. <laughs> I'm fresh. Oh, there we go. Who's all right. Up? All right. So, anyways, yeah, like I said, bostonsportsdedicate.com. And thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by I am CDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yes. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place. So yeah, baby, face it. You work overnight and I'll be okay. I'm missing you back to back.